Welcome to another leadership podcast from the team here at C3 Southwest Washington. To find out more about our church, visit c3swwa.com. Welcome to Leadcast, the official leadership podcast of C3 Church in Southwest Washington. As always, I'm your host, Jared Gillahan, and today I'm going to be speaking with Saxon Williams, one of our pastors here at C3 Southwest Washington. What's up? What's up, Saxon? Hey. How you doing, man? I'm doing good. Yeah? Yeah. Great great to have you here this morning. I appreciate you taking time out of your busy, busy schedule to be here. Early. I know. Early. early, and I know that this has been just a difficult week for you. Yes, I've been on vacation this week, so <laughs> it's oh, nice. I'm Always hard weeks. Yeah, I've been getting up a little later. You know, so as, this early morning stuff is you throw your mojo all off, all off. Yeah, wow. all right, we'll, we'll make it work though. <laughs> you're, gonna, you're gonna fight through it, fight through it. Uh, I appreciate that. You're gonna go home and take a nap later. So. <laughs> you might have to. <laughs> it's like, whoo, done tuckered out. Tuckered take a nap. Out. Yeah, <laughs> all right. You and I have known each other for a long time, have we? Oh, a long, yeah, a long time 20 some, 20 some years. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I, I'm thinking it's got to be um, like 27. Yeah, Whoa. like twenty-seven years. Seriously. Whoa. Because I want to say I was uh, I was probably eighteen. So yeah, twenty-seven. Wow. Wow. Almost. Wow. That's a long time. Almost thirty years. Almost thirty years. Wow. I'm not. I'm not even that old. We've actually known each other longer than either one of us have known Pastor Steve. True. And he goes way back. He goes way back. But uh, the year that Pastor Steve moved to the Pacific Northwest, I was actually away at school, had already graduated, mm-hmm. and you were a senior in high school. Yep. So what were, what were some of your... Give, give me some of your memories of Pastor Steve as a youth pastor uh, <laughs> way back when, the golden era of Pastor Steve. He had hair back then. What? Yeah, oh, yeah. I actually remember that. Yeah, he had hair. Um, and I was there when it... it all came off for the first time. <laughs> I don't yeah. think he ever looked back at, after that point. It was just no. That was it. I don't. I don't recall him ever growing back out. Yeah. So that. we had a, we had a um, an event, and I think we had to bring a certain amount of students. And if we brought a certain amount of students, then we we were going to have a party, and we got to shave his head. Um, I think it was just a way for him to get a, a free haircut. <laughs> That's <laughs> a, a free free cut free, in the deal. Free cut, but uh, but yeah, we we hit that number. But uh, yeah, I, I remember um, I was a, a senior in high school, and um, just um, him coming in. That actually, the the, the most vivid memory uh, before he got there, uh, the youth pastor um, before before him at the church. Um, it was a lot of games that we played, and you know, it was Jello eating contests and you know, snorting Jello, whatever yeah, snorting Jello contest, <laughs> snorting Jello contest, but um, which was fun. Uh, but then Pastor Steve shows up, and I remember the first the first Wednesday night he was he was there. We had, we were anticipating this new youth pastor. Like, what kind of games with Jello is he going to play? And uh, when we walk in the room, <laughs> what kind of Jello magic does he know from the East Coast? <laughs> the 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 he had um, changed the orientation of the room, so changed the chair. We're facing a different wall, and oh uh, wow, rocking the boat! Yes, right out of like, the gate. What what's going on here? Um, the lights were dimmed, uh, and he gets up there with his guitar and starts. Uh, leading a, a worship song. <laughs> <laughs> Who hired John Denver? What's going on? And I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure like all of us were just, I, I don't think anybody was singing. We were just all looking at him like, excuse, when's the jello coming? Excuse, where, me, where, excuse me, sir. <laughs> that, that's not how this works. 
Uh, he was so naive back <laughs> oh, then. That's so funny. But uh, yeah, that was uh, that was that's probably the most vivid memory. But um, yeah, quickly um, quickly progressed in, in our youth ministry from uh, more of the fun and game stuff to to getting serious, and and um, and the youth ministry just exploded from there. So that's really cool. Yeah. So shortly thereafter, you graduated and you moved away to school mm-hmm. and abandoned this great region. I came back though. You did come back. So when you're away. At school, though, you meet somebody kind of important. Yes. Um, so my sophomore year of, of college, um, my roommate started dating a, a girl, and she lived off campus. And, um, and you know, it was just cool to, to go hang out in somebody's apartment <laughs> off campus. Off campus. Yeah. <laughs> right. And so um, I would go with him uh, over to his girlfriend's apartment and she uh, shared an apartment with three other girls. And there was a, a girl there that, that caught my eye mm-hmm. and uh, you know, she, she looked at me and immediately her, you know, she was in love head over heels. Her, her countenance changed <laughs> her as countenance soon as she looked at you. As soon as, I mean, it was first sight. It was, it was, yeah, it was too much, but, um, but no, I met, uh, met Shannon there uh, my sophomore year and we, we started dating and, and, um, yeah, and got got married shortly thereafter. Way to go! Yeah, close the deal. Yeah, it was a little rough though at first. Yeah, yeah, she didn't she didn't want to date me. <laughs> she didn't reciprocate right away. Yeah, I, well, I, I, we've told the story many times, yeah, but yeah, I yeah. asked her out, and and she said she would like to go out sometime, and but then that time she. <laughs> that time kept, was never going to come. Kept ghosting you? Oh yeah, it was uh, excuses like I've I've got a you know club activity and gotta wash my hair. Got to wash my. It did get that bad. <laughs> and uh, and then I talked to her on the phone and she said, "Well, tell you the truth, I don't really want to go out with you." So what are you talking about? She said, "Well, I, I don't think I could carry on an intelligent conversation <laughs> with you." <laughs> and was she right? <laughs> well, maybe. <laughs> I was a sophomore in college, <laughs> but it all worked out in the end. Yeah, I convinced her. Yeah, yeah, that's all know. right. Yeah, that's what we you have to, to do. Just to tell them you you like me. You just don't. She know knows yet. now. She knows now what she was missing out on. Yeah, what she was oh, missing out on. That's then. great. Okay, so you you managed to convince your wife to go out with you. Yeah, and then uh, you guys get married. You graduate. So after graduating, you actually moved away f- um, for school. You met Shannon, but then. After college, you pursued ministry full time. Correct, and you didn't come back right away. No, we were um, we were gone for about ten years. So after college, we we moved back to the Northwest, um, and uh, actually started attending church with my parents. Um, they were going to a small small church up north, and um, and uh, was helping out there for a while, and quickly realized that wasn't the place that I needed mm-hmm. to be. So I actually called Pastor Steve and, um, and I was like, hey, I want, I'd love to come down and, and just work with uh, you and Rowena. And he's like, sure, absolutely come down. And so we came down and it wasn't, I, I mean, we were helping out in the youth ministry, but it, it seemed like it was like a week, but it was probably a little longer than that, a couple of months. And, um, and Pastor Steve let us know that he was, uh, he was um, not going to be the youth pastor anymore. Uh, that he was going to be the uh, administrative pastor uh, there at the church we were attending, and um, 
And so another youth pastor came in. We helped him for a little while, but then we felt um, uh, a call and had an opportunity to become youth pastors um, in Georgia. So we were in Georgia for a little while um, and then ended up in North Carolina in actually the my wife's hometown. And uh, we're youth pastors there for about 10 years before we moved back to the Northwest. So when you, when you graduated college and came home, did you realize then that God was calling you into leading you into full-time ministry? Yeah, I, I had a sense um, back when I was a teenager that okay. that that was the direction that that I was going. Um, didn't know how that would look. Um, st- I'm still not sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's still it's, still don't know what it's ongoing day to day. But um, but yeah, that's um, definitely knew that there was a calling and and uh, confirmed that that calling through through several people um, uh, leaders in my life um, and then. Also, my wife, you know, she knew that, that that was the course that we were we were on. Cool. So, so each step becomes a, a progression. Then you you you're seeing how the dots are connecting. Oh, absolutely. Okay. And again, it, you know, I I think um I think when you you first feel a calling uh, mm-hmm. into a specific area of ministry, um I, I think it's real easy to try to paint a picture of what that's going to look like. Right. But the truth is, like, you have no idea. I mean, all right. you are doing is answering the call. Um, you know, I, I believe it was, was at Abraham when God called him, he said, I'm going to send you to a land that you've never been there. You, you don't know what it's going to look like. <laughs> you don't know all the next steps, but I'm just telling you to go. Um, and I think in, in ministry, it's a lot the same way. You know, God calls you, you have a general direction, but you'd have no idea what that, that, that's going to look like. Yeah. You just take that next step and you're not really sure yeah. where it ends up in the end. Yeah. You're just being faithful to that next step. Yeah, I keep keep telling my wife I want to. I'm going to write a book and I'm going to title it "The Accidental Pastor." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because, absolutely. You wake up one day and you're like, "How did I get here? How did I? How did this happen?" Yeah, and I, but, I I think it's I think it's pretty interesting when you when you look at the path that God has you on. Right. Um, how how different it looks. In fact, I I, I think a good way to not um, attain the vision that that you have for your future is actually have a, a very clear vision for your future. Right. Because right. God was like, Oh, this is what you thought it was yeah, going to be right. like. Hey, I'm going to mess it up. I'm glad, I'm glad you had some <laughs> you ideas. Had some here's, ideas. Here's what we're actually going to do. Yeah. yeah I know that uh, being faithful to each step and you, as you progress down that, that journey, um, the, in front of you, especially in the beginning is very, vague. It's a little yeah. foggy. Oh, yeah. you know, it's like, I don't really know. Yeah. I just know that this is what's here today. And so I'm going to do this. Right. And then, but then you get, you get a certain ways down the journey and you look behind you and you go, Oh, this is, there's yeah. definitely been an, an arrow pointing. There's definitely been a trajectory and a path here. Yeah, absolutely. That, that as you've been faithful each step, you're discovering it. Right. It's very, very cool. All right. So you spend 10 years away mm-hmm. in ministry, Yep. which I'm sure was awesome. It was fantastic. <laughs> but Lots event- of good memories. Eventually though, you end up back here. Yeah. Drawn back. Did you hear a clarion call? Was it was it like a siren <laughs> song leading you home? What, uh, what, what, I mean, what drew you back after being gone for so many years? So I, I uh, came out to, to actually be part of a, a ministry program um, uh, to do some schooling out here. Okay. Um, to further, you know, that further advance that that, that so the calling. Next step. Yeah, the next step. Um, and when I uh, came out. Uh, I had left a large organization that I had been a part of for, for years. 
Um, uh, and so when I, I moved out here, Pastor Steve was still part of that organization. The church that he was in was still part of that organization that I had left. Um, and so when I first came out, I was like, ah, Steve, I'd like to come and hang out with you, but I'm not sure. I'm not sure I could go back there. Right. Um, but um, we ended up um, back with, with, with Pastor Steve and Pastor Rowena. And, uh, and it wasn't long after that, that they ended up leaving the organization as well. And, uh, and here we are now. So it was your fault. Well, I, I say me? I say I probably <laughs> contributed to it, but hopefully in a good way. I I would agree. I yep. would agree. All right. So you so you reconnect with Pastor Steve, Pastor mm-hmm. Rowena. Yep. All right. Cool. Well, I know I know that we. I mean, a long relationship between the three of us. I know that we pick on Pastor Steve a lot. Yes. And he, and he loves it. Yes. And he dishes it out. Listen, if anybody out there thinks that we're mean to Pastor Steve, oh my goodness, believe me, his heart goes home full. <laughs> from the abuse that we heap upon him. He's actually sitting in the room with us right now and he's laughing. <laughs> we've we've learned by the learned from the best. Oh, without a doubt. Without from a doubt. the best, yeah. Pick on each other. How to pick it's on our each other. Language. It absolutely is. Yeah. People people might think it's a little odd, but for us it, it is all good fun. Yeah. Uh, we know we have a tremendous amount of love and respect for each other. Yeah. This these these is a team that we would we would walk through Hades together. Yeah. And have and have. Uh, and and will again if we have to. Um, you can count on each other. So mm-hmm. despite how it may appear at times when we're picking on each other, I know we've always been able to help each other grow. Sure. Uh, and very few people have probably challenged me, helped me grow more than Pastor Steve himself. Mm-hmm. A huge influence in my life. So with that, maybe can you share one or two tools or skills that Pastor Steve's helped you to add to your ministry arsenal? Yeah, um, <laughs> with him in the as, room this as he's as he's puffing awkward. out his chest. Come on, yes, what if? Please, what if? Tell me how I. What did you learn? <laughs> he's thinking about all the things that he has taught me. I'm thinking about Just, all the things I've tried to teach you that you have not learned yet, <laughs> Grasshopper. Learned. But uh, I, there is really. Um, there just so many I, I I recognized early on in um, in in youth ministry as I was um, leading different groups um, how much um, of an influence he had and and the funny thing is um, as my youth pastor he he wasn't my youth pastor long before before I went to college so um, maybe uh, like six six months or so uh, and then I went away to college. I would come back for, for breaks and, and summer and, and reconnected then. And, um, but still a lot of, uh, of, of how I approach things, I, I probably did things at the beginning because like, Oh yeah, pastor Steve did this and it worked. So right, we're right. going to try it here. Um, so a lot of just stuff is, is, is ingrained. Um, you know, I, I probably one of the biggest things is just like, like the perseverance and like, like, you know, if it gets tough, that's, that's, you know, when the best comes out, really, mm-hmm. um, we're going to dig down and we're going to, we're going to get this thing done. Um, and that happens so often in ministry that things are not ideal. Yeah. Um, and you just have to, you have to put your head down and, you know, trust God and keep pushing forward. So that's probably, that's probably one of the, the, the big ones. Yeah, I, I, I would agree as, as I'm, as I'm watching you formulate your answer, I'm thinking to myself, like, well, how would I have answered that? And that was yeah. the thing that I thought of was it's, I would call it the stick Yeah. Like it doesn't matter how things are going today. Yeah. You hold the line. Yeah. Right. We know where we're going. Yes. We're going to keep pushing that direction. 
It's the Rocky theme song. Absolutely. We hear oh, like that. Awesome. That's, you walk into Pastor Steve's presence and you kind of hear, hear the it Rocky echoing theme in the distance. Song. <laughs> yeah, it's that, it's that uh, underdog, you know, it's this is going to be a fight, but it's going to be worth it right. type of thing. Right. So, yeah. It, you, you keep swinging. Yeah. That's good. Well, currently uh, here at C3, you oversee youth ministries, My City Youth. Yes. So how has that been going? Well, <laughs> I know, I know, kind of dull. There's not a lot going on, right? Not much going <laughs> it's on. Pretty dead. <laughs> it has been so amazing. Yeah. Um, uh, in part um, to the other leaders that have contributed, uh, we we have have some some great leaders, um, and they've been able to kind of tap into some things with the students that have have really pushed the ball forward, mm-hmm. and it's made it really easy for me. You know, um, I get to, <laughs> just sit back and take the credit and be like, yes, I, this is <laughs> well, the result I, I, of my leadership. You know, look at these uh, children. When I was younger, I would say I, I would say absolutely. Yes. <laughs> right. right. But but uh, but um, in my ripe old age now in my 40s, youth pastor in their 40s, that's I'm like a I know, dinosaur. I know. Um, but um, uh, man, I just I get so excited seeing the, the younger leaders succeed um, and seeing a passion um, for what they're doing. I, that, that excites me probably more than anything, but, um, no, it's been going awesome with the, with the youth. Um, we, we've been having pre-gathering prayers that's led by teenagers. Um, and it's not, you know, maybe what you would envision your typical teenage prayer session being, right. um, awkward right. and quiet and, you know, one person, you know, barely praying right Jesus, uh, help us you know it's not uh, <laughs> it be your will jesus help the math test to go well yeah on tuesday absolutely <laughs> not like that um it's it's you know everybody stepping forward voices raised um and and really leaning in and 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 i mean legitimate hey god you're breaking down walls we pray for every student that walks through the the doors i mean yeah. it's it it is it is amazing um and uh, and we also been having a uh, a gathering after our our Wednesday night main gathering. So we gathered together. Um, it started out as gathering together with the with the the youth leaders, the adult youth leaders, just kind of downloading what happened throughout the night. What's some of the wins? What's some things that we could change? And uh, and we had a few student leaders that that started joining us. And it's and then pretty soon it was like nearly all the students would stay after because they wanted to be a part of it. Right. And so it's kind of morphed into uh, a, a time of, uh, of prayer for the future, encouraging one another, prophesying over each other. And that's not the, the adult leaders doing that over the students. That's the student leaders doing that over each other. And man, it's been just amazing. And I've noticed, um, uh, in fact, this past Sunday, it just, you know, I'm, I'm kind of looking around and, and seeing what's going on with, with, our, with our youth. And we have um, youth that are, are leading in worship um, up on stage on yeah. Sunday morning. Now, not on a Wednesday night, right. on a Sunday right. morning. Um, we've got uh, youth that are, are, are running various uh, areas of, uh, of ministry, um, helping out with the media, the setup and teardown uh, that, that are there. Now, um, this is every week. This was right. not an anomaly. This right. wasn't like a youth Sunday. This is every week. We've got uh, students. Not a, not a take your youth to church day. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely not. We've got we've got students that are that are up front that are worshiping, hands raised, jumping around. We've got uh, students that are 
that are doing our, our video announcements. They're part and of the team. Editing creative teams. Important I mean, parts of our team. Yeah. And, 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 uh, and for me, man, that's, that's, that's exciting because, oh, yeah. because there's, uh, such a, a big level of ownership, um, not just with Wednesday nights and right. not just the youth gathering, but right. there's an ownership in the church. This is ours. You know what I, I thought was really cool. This was, this was the thing that I've noticed in that, you know, we, I've seen them, we see them uh, on the creatives team and, mm-hmm. and handling media. We've, I've seen them, you know, running video and running soundboards and yeah. lights and doing all those kinds of things. I've seen them leading worship, being up on, on stage. I've seen them in the, in the altar worshiping, you know, enthusiastically yeah. leading the way. Yep. And that's all amazing. Yeah. But here was, the, here was the detail I noticed lately that when they break up, like... Like service is over and it's it's we're going home. Yeah, they're hugging. Yeah, <laughs> before they leave, hugging each other like, "Hey, love you, money. Yeah, buddy, have oh have yeah, a great week." You know, and it's like, it's not in a weird way, but you, I watch them and I realize they're family. Oh, absolutely. This is not a cool kids club. Yeah, it's not just a youth group. And we went to church. This is family gathering. Yeah. Oh yeah. And and, and there's, there's that's part that blew my mind. I'm just like, wow. well, and there's this sense that that um, it, it's not just. Um, it's, and, and I've seen this before in youth ministries. It's not just a, a, a core group of students, and that's their 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 clique. And right. it's you know you, you have to be part of that that club to you know to, to do anything, whatever. Um, although you have some some students that are that, that they kind of rise to the top, but there's this idea in the group that you know, they want they want to include people in. We had one student that that showed up. Um, and at first, man, she was like, dig her heels in. Um, she didn't want to be there. Her, I think her parents brought her the first Wednesday <laughs> made night, made her come. Uh, and she, she really didn't know anybody. But, man, the students jumped all over that. Like, this is an opportunity. In fact, the first Wednesday night she was here, as she was leaving, her parents were picking her up. I said, hey, it was so great to have you. Uh, I'll see you next week. And she said, no, you won't. I'm not ever coming back. <laughs> and totally meant it. Um, our students kind of took that on as a challenge. And, um, man, we have seen the, the process with her of just being drawn in and what it means to be part of this, this group and part of the family and, you know, hugging. And she's recently gone on a trip with us and uh, decided uh, on a Sunday that she wanted to be baptized wasn't right. it wasn't on the schedule. She just showed up and was like, "Baptisms today, I need to be baptized." Um, so said yes to following Jesus. Uh, we got her a, a, a T-shirt. One of the students said, "Hey, I've got a bag and I've got some shorts. Um, I'll just give you some shorts so you can be baptized." And and uh, just to see that that progression with the students is, I mean, that's that's it's the huge good stuff. That's, that's the good that's stuff. Huge. That's why you know that's why we do it. Right. That's, that is exactly why we do it. Lives change. Yeah. That's so cool. So. With all this going on, I mean, what are you? What are your expectations or predictions for the future for my city? What's expectations next? and predictions. Well, we are actually currently um, pushing towards a goal. Um, it's a it's a goal that um, it's a bit of a stretch, but I don't I, I don't think it's um, beyond our our reach. Um, I think it's a good first step. Uh, so we are um, we've made a goal to have a hundred students in our gathering. Um, we've set a date for that and we have a couple of, uh, markers along the way to, to, to get us up to that goal, but we want to have a hundred students. Now, the, the great thing is, um, we, 
we don't even have enough chairs to accommodate a hundred. <laughs> but I don't care. Why are you Why are you looking at Steve and I as you say that? <laughs> well, I get some chairs. Yeah, no, I'm hoping you catch them. You know, well, well, no, the, the uh, and and uh, there there may be some things that are transpiring that will allow us to have a hundred chairs by then. But uh, that's not the that's not the stretch of faith. It's the hundred students. We want to have a hundred students in in a gathering. Um, I recently uh, was in a, a youth leader gathering, and they talked about how important um, numbers are to God, right. um, and the the parable of the 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 ninety nine sheep and the one that was lost, right? Um, and and Jesus went after the one, um, and it's because he counted the other ninety nine, and he said, "Well, there's one more. I need one more," and right. so. Um, we kind of use that as 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 the basis for where we're going right now. That 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 we want to we want to reach as many as we can. A um, hundred. I mean, it's an ambitious goal, um, but I believe it's doable. Um, but we want to we want to reach as many as we can. And 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 the 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 real thing it's it's not for you know so we could say we have a hundred kids in the youth group. Right. Um, really, the goal here is um, engaging the students to to. To invite their friends and um, and and have wins in that, you know, um, being able to talk to their friends about Jesus and what it means to follow Him, that that's really the goal that we're after. Um, and if we can establish that in the students now, that uh, it, that just propels them forward to the f- future. Well, students students that learn how to invite a friend to youth group and share essentially yeah. their faith with and share Jesus with, yep. becomes an adult. That is able to, to invite people thing. to church and yeah, yeah. I, you know, I I would say on on, on Wednesday nights with the students, um, um, not that it's practice, right? Um, because it is it is real and and for for a student that comes in, you know, maybe maybe the thir- thirteen year old that comes in and for the first time hears about Jesus and says yes. I mean, it's very very real for them. It changes their life. Sure. Um, so it's not practice, but, but, um, but, but what it, it's, it, it is a training ground of sorts. Absolutely. This is an opportunity for you to, to invite a friend to something that's fun, cool activity. Um, but they get to hear about Jesus as well. So, yeah, that's really good. Yeah. And I don't care. It, it, I mean, it doesn't matter how old you are. The first time you do something is the first time you've done it. Yep. Right. So, I mean, the earlier you start on anything is better. Yeah, I, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So we want to start them early. That's good. That's really good. I'm looking forward to seeing everything that uh, that happens. It's going to be crazy. Because it's been crazy so far. Yeah, it's um, been crazy good. Super encouraging, uh, super uh, enthusiastic and energetic. I don't think that uh, anybody that has a has a concept of of the youth being separate or not being a vital part of the church needs to come and and share a Sunday morning with us because you find out real quick. Yeah, that's not how it works. Well, I'm I, I'm seeing it more and more and. Even in conversations with the students, um, uh, I, I want them to see that they have the ability to to shift culture, right? Um, and um, and they don't have to wait until you know they're in their twenties or thirties or have a family or whatever. Mm-hmm. They could do it. They could do it now. Do it they could be a part of that now. And and I think for for many of them that that's just kind of a foreign concept because. In so many areas of their lives, they're they're led by right, other people. They're right. led by their teachers. They're 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 led by their parents, um, and that's good. That um, it's the season of life they're in. But they still like even now they have the ability to to lead other people, um, and 
and they have the, even the ability to lead their lead their parents. Um, I, I noticed on Sunday, you know, all of our students came forward and and they're worshiping in, in the altar, and some of the parents were still standing in their seats, and you know that. But as the students are up there, and I mean, they're just going for it. Mm-hmm. You see a few few parents make their way out of their seats and 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 come and join them, and so. Uh, I just love that idea that they have the ability to to shift culture now. Right, right. So. They do. They yeah. absolutely do. That's awesome. Well, Saxon, I want to thank you for being here today. Oh, your you're busy welcome. vacation schedule. You're welcome. Appreciate you carving out some time. Need a nap now. That's this exhausting interview, <laughs> the grilling interview. Uh, I know. I know that uh, normally this wouldn't be very convenient for you. I think today wasn't that bad. Yeah, because no. you are on vacation. Yeah. But I do appreciate you being here. Yep. I know everybody that listens will enjoy hearing more about your story. Get excited about what's going on here. What's going on with our youth? Um, yeah, and and just a, a a quick plug. Go for it, man. If you want to be a youth leader, find me. <laughs> Send me an email, text me, whatever. We could use more people that uh, that are passionate about pouring into our teenagers. That's awesome. Yeah. So there you go. Get a hold of Pastor Saxon if you want to be involved. Come on. He will involve you. Come on. All right. <laughs> well, here we are at the end of another great episode of Leadcast, and that's all the time we have for today. So until next time, I'm Jared Gillahan. Thank you for listening. Thanks for listening. To find out more about our pastors, leaders, and what we do at C3 Church, visit our website at c3swwa.com.